Hi there, welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. I'm Selena. And I'm Ryan. And we're glad to be here. <laughs> and I'm stuffy, is what I am. He's a little stuffy. He's got, I think some, I got some allergies. Some or allergies or something, yeah. But uh, when we... you have kids, I'm sorry, but when you have kids, <laughs> your life is a petri dish and you are just like swimming in bacteria. I feel like all the time, it's just a matter. It's like your immune system can only fight them back for so long. So. Uh. <laughs> Well, today um, we're going to be talking about six ways to a fair-proof your marriage. Um, we're going to discuss just a few ways that we've discovered um, to kind of begin to a fair-proof. Not saying that everybody's going to have to deal with this, but these boundaries that we've learned to kind of set in place have really um, helped our covenant like thrive yeah. and helped us kind of go deeper. But we want to discuss specifically why it's important for couples to actively build trust and honesty and how to begin that process. Um and how the gospel beautifully just fuels and leads us to be honest and transparent with each other. So That's awesome. we're going to dive in in a few minutes. All right. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Oh man, it's good to be back. It's, uh, like I said, other than being stuffy, I am feeling pretty darn good today. Yeah, the sun is out. It's supposed to be 80 yeah. today. That's crazy. In yeah. April? Well, and up in the Seattle, Tacoma area where we live, it's yep. not normal. That's not all. normal. Some of you Southerners might be feeling a little bit well, warmer already. that's true. I heard that it can be anything from really cold in spring down in the south like it's like who knows who even who knows, knows the weather anymore? who knows <laughs> we're supposed to know more i feel like we know less oh gosh so today we talk we're going to talk about six ways to a fair proof your marriage um and but we'll get into that first. shortly but first <laughs> i want to hear your rides. oh you're excited want, to hear mine i want to hear yours okay yeah, we're you're... gonna do the heart check today instead of highs and lows um cause which yeah, it, which if you don't know what a heart check is it's uh three questions what book is in your hand what voice is in your ear and what is stirring in your heart? Yep. What, got, what is God doing in your heart? Yep. Kind of, so. so I finished uh, the book Christy, the old school one. It was so good at the end. So good. Um, and then I've picked back up um, Teaching from Rest by Sarah McKenzie, I believe. And she is a homeschool mom and just talks about teaching, not from like, you know, physical rest, but rest in the gospel of like knowing that nice. you're... you're anchored in the in God and he's calling us to be, you know, um, faithful and not like successful and he's just resting and knowing who he is and who you are and in, in terms of like the whole process whenever you talk about that book i picture her like teaching her children from bed <laughs> no <laughs> like children she's actually read your books interestingly enough though, mommy's she's, tired she's from, <laughs> she's from spokane washington that's where they live so they're ah, kind of close ah. i mean like seven hours but <laughs> that's like a whole different state over there <laughs> it is <laughs> um what voices in your ear well two things i've been listening to journey woman um and ginger simonello was on her uh was on as a guest um there and she was talking about um what was it like <laughs> shoot not living in fear and there were some things and there was super great but also my friend turned me on to voxer which is an app and so i've been able to have conversations with friends far away that i really enjoy instead of texting them because you get to hear their voice i get it, it makes and you sense. get to hear things that they wouldn't normally maybe share well, you share long like 10 you're showing me one from our friend beth 
10 minutes. That's oh, a long I left message. her like five messages that were like eight and six and two and one. It's, it's, hey, you know what? I'm not judging you. We like you. it. Like, you have oh, fun. you're not. No, it just feels like it, <laughs> I'm not judging you. Just let me judge you. <laughs> I'm. I love it because I get to hear about her day and well, things that she's that are on her mind. You and played I can... one for me yesterday, and I was like, "That's like a mini podcast just for one person." <laughs> <laughs> but it's so great because I just I love being able to have maintain those relationships um, through voice because you can only text so much, and it's just annoying yeah, to try to voice text. But the funny thing was, is I kept trying to voice text through Voxer. I would say like <laughs> period, and so I'm sorry, not period, and then I'd be like, it was so exciting! Exclamation point! I'm sorry, I don't need to voice text on this. <laughs> that's how you talk in real life, though. So to be I'm, fair, no. So I'm sure that's kind of funny. So the so, key with that is you have to kind of see it almost like a long form type of communication, right? It's almost you're like just writing trying a letter. to process this. It's, almost, it's well, just a vo- it's, it's just like, Voxer. It's like writing a letter in that you're you're like expanding on things that are happening in your life. You're not like, yeah. hey, we're going to this place this weekend. Right. Do you want to come with? No, All right, it's let not me know. like. It's like, hey, just wanted to check in. And by the way, I'm reading this book. It's a great book. Yeah. Here's what first, the first chapter is all about. And you start yeah. talking through it, right? Yeah. So it's like. It's, like it's you're all the things that we want to conversate about, but can't because we're far away. And honestly, we can't sometimes because we just have little children. <laughs> so well, it's I'm really glad great. You're using it then. And you can listen to the messages when you want. They're not telling me to say this. I just really enjoy Boxer. <laughs> okay. um, and what's stirring in my heart? Um, we've kind of had like a few kind of I don't want to say fights, but like disagreements and struggles. I think over the last week or so, and um, I felt like God was just like, it's really important for you and I to be known by people in our yeah. community and not by like, not that everybody needs to know every single detail, but we have closer friends that we need to like press into and be honest with and allow them to um, gently and lovingly correct us or have uh-huh. us over. And, you know, we put more weight in the words that we say to each other because we're in front of other people. So it's, it's really important for us to be known. And we walked through <clears throat> and that we'll a little bit. we'll talk about that today a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. That kind so, of dynamic. And I think that's, that's a great example to use. Yeah. And I don't want, our tendency is to want to hide. At least mine is. But I, for me, I was telling my friend Jess um, that I can feel very isolated sometimes with sharing about like marriage struggles because we're the voices of fierce marriage, but that doesn't mean we have it yeah. all together. Like that's yeah. the last thing it means. I feel well, like. that's the whole premise of like right. why we're even writing. Cause right. we just realized that we just need to be open books for yeah. people and hopefully that we can point them to Jesus. Yeah. And, and it's just interesting to me that I feel like the enemy still can be like, Hey, don't share that stuff. Like people don't want to, yeah. <laughs> you know, that those lies I, remember distinctly I start believing the first couple of years of blogging. Yeah. And I remember, cause I remember, I remember we were living in our apartment in California and I just remember that there's, there's a wall with that weird light switch on it. And I would just always be thinking like, are we going to blog about this? Cause I'd always like stand there when we were arguing because <laughs> there was a small <laughs> apartment and I would be like, okay, I got to blog about this later. This is a really good, like I'm learning a lot right now. <laughs> and you'd be like, I think we, both just, we need to just talk. Don't worry about the, yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, our marriage has felt like that, but I think God's grace is good thick. though. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's like in our weakness, he's made strong, you know, and that's, I think that's the truth that the enemy tries to like darken, you know, in yeah. our hearts. And yeah, that's really good. That's so. really good. All right. Your we heart check. In our your heart check. Because oh, we boast in our weakness, not just, yeah. yeah. It's because exactly. of Christ. Exactly. Okay, so the book in my hand. I just picked up a new book. I'll go quickly by Mark, Mark Batterson. It's called Play the Man. Um, I'm actually reading it for a reason, not the book. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm observing other things from it. But it's actually been proven really good. But I don't have anything to say about it yet because I just started. Uh, what voices in my ear? Uh, you know, I've been listening to the same podcast. You've heard me talk about Knowing Faith, William mm-hmm. Lane Craig. Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoy those. 
Um, but as far as like tangible voices in my ear, my, my friend Jake has just been so, um, you know, we don't talk a lot, but, uh, our words, I feel like carry a lot of weight mm-hmm. when he says things and he's a really wise guy. Loves the Lord, obviously. <laughs> wise guy. He's a wise sure. guy. He's <laughs> in the mob. Um, <laughs> no. uh, yeah, no, he, he, uh, he's been kind of just, uh, really, I don't know. He's been asking me challenging questions, man to man about, you know, am I loving you well? Am I glossing over sin? in my life? Mm. Am I minimizing it? In mm. a, you know, sin and how I talk to you or selfishness and things. Cause about, I didn't put him up to that. Jess and Jake are married <clears throat> by the way. <laughs> and Jess no. and I met to talk and then they, she invited us over for dinner and we had kind of resolved our, our little struggle then, but we not completely. And it was good to yeah. commune with them. <laughs> and we'll talk about that more. Um, but yeah, Jake's been a voice in my ear for sure. Awesome. So that part of it doesn't even have to be like a podcast or a pastor, <laughs> but just a, a friend who yeah. is, who is ministering to me. Um, and then what's stirring in my heart, you know, I've had a rough week and you know, this Selena for sure. Cause yesterday you were just helping me through it. Um, you know, just, just really just not to be completely candid, not finding my security and, and uh, hope yeah. and joy in Christ, trying to find it elsewhere and not finding it yeah. <laughs> and coming up empty. Uh, I've just been battling some lies really hard. I yeah, feel just like insecurity, like in, and that's, yeah. you know, and yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I kind of, in hindsight, enjoy those times because they point me back to my savior. Right. And it's like that you don't you know. You can breathe. <laughs> the cure is so sweet when you right. felt the sickness again. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, that anyway, that's what's stirring my heart. And so I'm just trying to like, uh, not be an idiot and like <laughs> read the Bible <laughs> and like go to him first and right, pray and right. memorize scripture and not out of a sense of legalism, but a sense of like, this is my lifeblood. Right. Why would I not like, eat this good right. food in front of me right. when I'm starving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think in our sin, in our, in our, uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, I just spilled my thing. I spilled my, I just <laughs> spilled my coffee everywhere. <laughs> well, that's going to be there for the next few minutes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. In my, in my, uh, I think in my flesh, I, we tend to turn from where we need to go. So, mm-hmm. so we're jumping into our topic of six ways to, um, how to affair proof your marriage. And I know that a, there's a lot of information about that on the internet of like, you know, things to do and how to act. And I, yeah, we admit some of these are, are like behavior things that you do, but they're all rooted in, in understanding right. like the gospel right. and, and in light of the gospel, how we can be fully transparent and why we can be transparent. I think it also has a lot to do with just living, living in, like we said, in full light of the gospel, right. what that means for our community, what that means for how we're honest with each right. other, how we're honest with ourselves. And so it's really setting up these, uh, I would almost, con- I would liken them to like, uh, uh, like gun turrets like that are that are like defending your home well, base. That's a, yeah and i gun right? tur- I said gates they're a little less <laughs> a little less uh, okay well i'm i'm more violent than you no i i agree i think that um you know some of the ways we like to think about these things are, are gates or gun turrets like you said like within your covenant and and how they need to be you know, under heavy lock and even throw out the key really. Um, but before, but so one of the, so to be candid, we don't always have an idea what we're going to talk about until uh, the podcast is coming. It's much closer. And this just hit me square in the face because, um, I just, because we've been hearing stories of people mm-hmm. and it's like all of a sudden this, it just felt like a tidal wave. And I feel like the majority of marriages are experiencing or have experienced infidelity at firsthand mm-hmm. in some level. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you talk about affair proofing your marriage, we're not talking about, 
Um, we're talking about every sense of an affair, right? right. So emotional affairs mm-hmm. um, or sexual affairs mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, anything that, that Even breaches. Even like hobby, we, I mean, <clears throat> business can be an affair. Somebody shared last night with yeah. us that, you know, there's just. They're having an affair with their, with their business. And it was <laughs> like how they were giving all their affection and all their love to their yeah, business and, and neglecting their... her, his wife. Right, right. Um, and so I, I think, yeah, so keep that in mind. Now, a lot of this is does have to do with the opposite sex. Right. Right. It's just how do we guard ourselves? And I just just know that we're not um, I think we're not ignorant to the fact that most couples are probably dealing with this. And mm-hmm. if, you, if you're not dealing with it yourself as a listener, you probably um, know somebody, you know somebody that, who is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, again, outside of the gospel, it can be really hard for us to be completely transparent with each other um, as husband and wife and even within our community, um, mainly because f- the fear and the shame that. I mean, all happened all the way back in Genesis three in the fall. Um, that is, that is kind of where sin, that is not kind of, that is where sin originated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so there's, again, there's a lot of fear that happens with us and then the shame that sets in and we want to go hide. Adam right. and Eve went and hid because they were ashamed. And, That's but funny. that is what, what I just read that the other day and they're like, I love how God is like asking them, like, where have you gone? <laughs> right. Like, really, God, you he's, didn't know. He's wanting them to own, like. Yeah, I know there's a lot to come play to the there. table, right? And he's, yeah, and he, then he's asking, he's like, did, did you eat of the tree, or what mm-hmm. have you done? <laughs> they were like, yeah, we did. Actually. <laughs> like just letting God know, right? And clearly, he already knows. So there's, it's just really funny. I just read that yesterday. But. Yeah, it's interesting to see like the position of their hearts after right. after that fall. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, which is very indicative of like what happens when we play with sin like this yeah. and then we fall into it. Um, right. it, it separates us from God in a, in a different way. It separates us from our spouse. Um, right. but God is so good though, too, because in his perfect love of, he sent Jesus, um, to bring us out of that fear, to bring us out of that shame and that darkness and to set us free. It's for freedom that he set us right. free. And, and it's only by his perfect love that we can experience that freedom. Because 1 John 4, 18, it says there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. That's because good. Because fear has to do with punishment. But the, yeah. the one who fears is not made perfect in love. Yeah. So I think that's a good a good opener because if, if you have experienced this, you mm-hmm. are experiencing this and you feel a sense of condemnation and mm-hmm. a sense of uh, guilt from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we are trying to do here today is to give you, if you don't have, you know, that maybe the next step to take, we're mm-hmm. trying to comp- help help you take the step on that journey yeah. toward wholeness, toward yep. reconciliation with your spouse. Right. And then, you know, and think in terms of, uh, you know, how you can uh, put these cur- these turrets and <laughs> gates in place <laughs> right. uh, to protect. So Right. And uh, why, you know, what, and in putting those things in place, we're exposing, I think, lies that maybe we don't even know we're believing. Right. You know, and not walking right. in, in the light of the gospel. Because sin always light. begins with a lie, yeah. right? That something else other than God will satisfy. Yes. Something else besides God's command will, mm-hmm. will give us what we want so badly. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, uh, yeah, exposing those lies is the first step. So Absolutely. that's number one is right. actually committing to be honest and being open in your communication and being real with each other. And that might sound like a no brainer. Um, but you know, when you get down to it, how honest is your marriage? Right. 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 For you us, can... I mean, for our, I'll use our example, right? Cause I, I'll be, I'll be candid. I didn't, by God's grace, I didn't go so far into like pornography addiction mm-hmm. that that we've seen a lot of like readers and a lot of friends have have felt have gone very far. However, too far is too far, right? Mm-hmm. And so I definitely had some of that early on in our marriage, 
and we we put some safeguards in place but right. all that kind of took didn't none of it really even worked until you and I had open like transparent lines of communication. Right. Right. And that was, that came from a, a friend of mine, a mentor basically loving me gently mm-hmm. and instructing me mm-hmm. and rebuking me gently and mm-hmm. saying like, you need to like live in a transparent way with your wife. Right. And it wasn't that I was consciously hiding things. It was just right. like half truths. Right. 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 You're like, Oh, how you, you would ask kind of in passing, like, how are you doing like with this temptation? Right. I'd be like, Oh, you know, it's, it's not been too bad, right? <laughs> right, right, right. And like, so I, I didn't say it was awesome, right? right so like, right. Um, but so, but really being honest and saying, hey, I, I, I definitely like went too far here. I, yep. I, I, you know, didn't like bounce as fast as I could. And right. I saw that, you know, whatever right. flash in front of me on the, on the, whatever. Right. Or I watched that, that show I shouldn't have watched right. or whatever. So, well, um, and that's just that's, one example. Yeah, but. that's one example. But there's, and, and I think that, again, that falls into the category of an of an affair or something outside of, you know, mm-hmm. your, your covenant. Um, but you know, transparency is a huge part of our, like the fierce marriage culture. It's no, that's no secret, yeah. you know, and a lot of, um, the stories that we've read or people that we've encountered that have had affairs, you know, it's, it's, it started so small and it, it, yeah. it, seemed innocent you know it's it's the whole like can't we just be friends on facebook and then starting yeah. a message a, yeah. a direct message well it starts with private like a, message. a friend request and you say oh right. this person looks kind of cute or right it's not it's harmless right, right? they're just a friend i'm right. just i'm just being friendly right i'm not going to reject them because right. it does say like accept or reject <laughs> of course you got to like i think it's decline now oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> but still like you could tr- you trick yourself right. into thinking like it's harmless, right? Right. And then all of a sudden they're 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 DMing you, yep. or or yep. vice versa, vice versa, right? And um, so all that to say, that's why it's best. So being committed to that open and honest and real communication with with each other, that's kind yep. of our first like step in this whole process, you know. And be- when you begin this, you know, you're you're really protecting your marriage. You yeah. know, people are always asking, "How can I protect my marriage? How can I, like?" have a better marriage. Well, this is one way is to be open and honest and communicate well with each other and clearly with each other. Um, there's a passage in the Bible, Genesis 39, 12, where Joseph, you want, I don't, you can read it or tell us the context, but, um, he was caught. Right. And she was, who was this? Who's the she? I'm like blanking Potiphar's out. Wife. Okay. Right. Yeah. She was coming and she's like, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. <laughs> Way to go, Joseph. Yeah. You know? And so, I mean, we need that tenacity when we're, when we're on social media, um, or, you know, that reminds talking me when we with were another high school sex person, like an opposite I'm, sex person. I'm trying person. to sidebar here. And you're oh, like, goodness. <laughs> I'm trying to stay on task. This is our life, people. No, remember in high school, we would be like kissing and I'd be like, I got to go because this is not going anywhere good. You're, I was no wife of anybody that I'm not Potiphar's wife. Well, you were, you were, you were just a Jezebel calling me. <laughs> and, and by God's helpful. grace, I did I run. I wasn't helpful. I never ran as quickly as I wanted to. <laughs> But <laughs> like just so this it's an ongoing our, joke yes, for us, by the way. This is funny. Um, um, but anyway, yeah, no, but it's important to a. It's important to run, but b <laughs> to be transparent with your spouse. Like I think I've told you, there's been a few times where I've um, messaged like an old schoolmate or something, and it's just been him. And then I, for it's 
if ever I have to do that, I'm always telling you right. what it's for or why we're doing this, or I try to loop you in. Well, they're like anytime. they're like our we, a we mutual live friend. life alongside these right, people. They're right. close friends for decades. Right. And there's no and reason. Still, you're not like texting them without right without both of us being. And I don't text their wives. Right. And they don't text me. It's just like it's just a good boundary. Yeah. To have. And if it is something like. I want to get you a gift and I want to do this. I need help planning it. Then I bring in their wife. wife. Yes. And it's a whole, like, there's no, there's no room for darkness or unclear ways. So let's, I think let's get concrete with this. So this is the first of six. We've got a lot of ground to cover (laughs) here. This may be a two part series. It might be. We'll see if we can get it all crammed in. But the first one that we're talking about is committing to honest, open communication and being real with each other. Mm -hmm. And so the way that looks for us is, total transparency verbally with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we committed, I committed to you that if you could ask me anything mm-hmm. and I will never lie, mm-hmm. no matter how ugly the truth is, mm-hmm. but you promised me in return that you would always love me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what covenant is. So I know I can come to you and I can be, I can show you my you can be vulnerable. ugly yeah. and I will still, and I'll same still have goes a wife. for me. Same goes right. for me. And we've had a lot of those hard, hard conversations. Mm-hmm. And there's been some times when you've been, Hey, you know what? forgiveness here we go like mm-hmm. let's just and there's been times when you were like hey that, that really hurts yeah and so we had to work through forgiveness that forgiveness has been a longer process yeah unfortunately yeah, so. but god is good to like use that <clears throat> to minister to our hearts i think mm-hmm. so there's the communication piece then there's the the transparency piece mm-hmm. which to me is a little bit different in that uh we strongly um encourage all couples and, uh, and we live by this to give each other your past your passwords mm-hmm access to all your devices mm-hmm. on, you know, there's no reason, mm-hmm. there's no productive reason why you would have to have a, a, an account or a device that your spouse does not ha- have access to. Right. Right. Whether it's email, Facebook, social media, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. Right. I mean, even down to bank accounts mm-hmm. really, because if spending is something that is, is an affair. Very, yeah. And it's very linked to your heart. Right. It's something yeah. that is stealing your heart away. Uh, then it's like, it can be very linked to your heart. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's, there's that aspect to it. Um, and then I think, I think that pretty much covers it. It's mm-hmm. just knowing that there's, um, that these things usually, they crop up slowly, right? They right. don't just happen overnight. You're right. not just all of a sudden, bam, in bed with somebody. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> right? it you starts know. slowly and, right. and it's not only like, oh, I start to like this person, but this person puts a wedge between us. Right. And now my wife is like, I'm, she's being vilified. Like she's right. being turned into the bad guy always. And I'm right. not, I'm no longer advocating for her or our marriage, but I'm advocating for myself. And just those, advocating for this toying other woman. those with those thoughts and seeing yeah. those thoughts and not just closing them down, but. Yeah. entertaining them is very dangerous grounds yeah. for sure. Yep. So, yep. um, the second one we said to check in often. So that's, that sounds kind of uh, like an obvious one, but the thing is, is you can set these rules in place, but if you don't actually like set times aside to do them, <laughs> follow through with it. Right. So this is the follow through component to right. the honesty component. Right? right. And so what you have this habit of, and I'll just say it, but when we're like about to be intimate, you'll ask me like how I'm doing. With all this, all this like right. sexual like purity. Yeah. And I know you're going to ask. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like. I don't a, mean it for it to be that time. It's just like, it's on the brain. About and it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just on the sex on the brain. Um. No, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's in that moment that. And it's not every single time. No, I don't want to seem like it's just this, you know, mechanical <laughs> thing, but, uh, but I just know there's a good chance that right. I'm going to get asked by you on right. at least a weekly basis. And right. so I, and the same with the guys in my life yeah. that have a stake and mm-hmm. what's going on with my character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll think of the guys at church, uh, you know, we, um, they, there's a high, like 
a, there's a there's a high character bar, mm-hmm. um, and it's not a legalistic thing. It's a I care for you as a brother right. thing, and I want to see you flourish. And right. that sin is the path to death, and I will save you from that path by calling you on the sin. I would rather right. take awkwardness today right. to have your heart like you know unified with Christ. Right. So good. Right. Mm -hmm. So good. So check in often. Right. Um, And I think part of that too, just tangibly speaking is having like those times set aside. We had, I think I've mentioned before, we had friends who, um, he was deployed and they knew that they would have a conversation, I think once a week. And they, we talked to her and I talked about, um, having that question sort of ready. However, you need to communicate that of how did you do this week? What was going on? Did you look at stuff and kind of elaborate in that way. I think it's important, not just your, your spouses need to be deployed for that, but to have those conversations weekly and right. being able to check in with each other, honestly, and knowing that this, we are always going to talk about this on this yeah. day or whatever. So those yeah. are, for some of us, that's a helpful thing for calendars or whatever. Yeah. And I do want to be a little bit more nuanced with the whole accountability thing too, because the, the next one is getting accountable to godly people. And we'll talk about that more, but it's more than just, Hey, did you look at porn? Right? Yeah, that's absolutely. Accountability is so much more than that. It's right. are you living with gospel purpose? Mm-hmm. Are you living in light of the gospel? Is it bearing weight on your heart? Right. Are you burying God's word inside your heart? Are right. you memorizing? You know, the, it's that's the kind of accountability that is life changing, not right. just like, hey, let me look at your like X3 watch, yeah. you know, like account. And I want to see your right. browsing history. Right. It's not just that. But right. um, again, this is an attitude. Right. It's an attitude right. of being totally honest and then checking in often and keeping it and making it part of your mm-hmm. your life rhythms. Right. right. Absolutely. So the next one uh, is num- number three. It's bringing so, people into that accountability yeah. kind of like realm. Um, yeah. And not again, not everybody should be, I think, in you got to use wisdom on some things. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the number three, just so you free people that are, you know, very avid note takers, <laughs> if that's you in your car, rather <laughs> drive safely, um, uh, get accountable to godly people. That's right. number three. Right. And so in other words, get into godly community, gospel centered community. That is true church community. Right. So a lot of times we can say, oh yeah, I'm in a small group. I'm good. Yeah. And like all you do is you just, you get together, you read the curriculum and you, you have, you know, mediocre food and you go home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't mean that personally to anyone, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that that, that can become just like such a stagnant routine right. when the, the richness of gospel community is being known right. by them. Right. right. And we've just started experiencing this mm-hmm. and, and even it's been, I feel like it's getting better and better and right. richer and richer the deeper the relationships go. Right. And we just realized that we need to be known by people for right. our own sanity, for our own righteousness, our own sanctification. Right. And when I was saying like not be known by everybody, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean like Proverbs twenty seven seventeen is as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. I'm sure everybody's really familiar with this verse. But um you you talked about how we often just like gloss over that and we don't recognize that it's like, not usual for iron to be sharpening iron. Right, right, right. Typically, iron is sharpened with what's called a wetting stone mm-hmm. or a wet. It's W H E T, I believe, mm-hmm. a wet stone, and and it's and so it would basically rub the blade of the mm-hmm. the tool on right. it, and it would sharpen it, and the stone would stay dull. Uh, dull, right, right. But if it's iron sharpening iron, you have this dual sharpening action that's happening, and so right. you have like two brothers or two sisters or two families, two married couples right. are sharpening each other. Um, but they're our, of the same substance, like they have similar priorities, values, char- yes, character, yes. they have 
So they have the power of right. sharpening one another. And iron and versus iron, right? Yes. The same, yes. made of the same stuff. Right, right. And, and that's, I think, where the power of community really comes in. Right. But so many times we live with this, like, facade of iron sharpening iron. I'm not right. going to call out every community in the country, right? But, <laughs> right. But I know, like, our <clears throat> tendency, what we've them, yeah. experienced is that it's superficial. It can be. They're yep. friendships. And yeah, they're closer than like acquaintances, but they don't really know right. like, your stuff. Right. And it's not like you just go there and just dump on them. Right. But like by God's grace, you will you will have lots to celebrate when you get together. Right. But if you're going through a hard time, you, you, you need to be known by these people. Right. And the objective, again, is always reconciliation, whether it's back to your spouse and or back to Jesus. Yeah. Like yeah. in on those levels, it's all about reconciling with each other and having that community around you saying, let's figure out how to reconcile this and reconcile you back to Jesus. Like our, our gospel community, that's what they're called actually, but our gospel communities are again, just pointing us back to Jesus. Like at, by asking us the questions, how are you loving your husband? Well, or I think, you know, what's worked for us is we just like, I prayed for like Jess was saying, I just prayed for Jake sometimes. And I, cause I, I can't always say, you know what I want to say because he can't, he doesn't hear it the way I, you want, you know, we don't hear each other well sometimes. And so just praying that God would like make it clear if it needs to be clear, make it clear to my heart too. And it's just what prompting you to pray for your spouse more. That's great. Like it's really easy to be a lazy communicator when it's just you and your spouse. spouse, But when you get face to face with another couple and Jess was articulating this so well that, that gives you, um, you you like you're more careful with your words. Yeah. You're more articulate. You put more weight. You, and you stuff. Put more yeah. weight. Like yeah. you kind of see when you're being ridiculous right. before right. you're ridiculous. It catches you on your own stuff, right? Things that yeah. you get away with. Yeah, you yeah. no longer can get away with because your your good friend will be like, "What are you even saying that you're full of crap?" Yes. <laughs> like in a loving, gentle right, way. Right. Um, yeah. So I think it, one one thing I want to before we move on to step uh, uh, the fourth one is. It's not just like you have a group of like eight couples and you're just like, hey, everyone, I'm, uh, you know, I'm struggling porn addict, right? Yeah. And and you're not just exposed. It's that that doesn't feel like gospel right. community to me. It's I'm really- talking about like getting with uh, a, a one or two guys right. and, and like working through it. If you're a guy or if you're a girl, you're working through your thing. Right. Um, and this, you well, know, being whole, known by them. It's is the, the whole point. relational aspect that God has so graciously allowed us to um take part in his work. Like he wants, he yeah, works good. through us, through our relationships <clears throat> with each other, through discipleship. Yeah. And we are allowed that privilege, you know, by God's grace. And so there's a lot of things that go along with that as well, but yeah, I'm sure you understand the part of community. So just to recap real quick, um, the first step is to be, to have complete honesty, complete honesty com- in your communication yep. and being real. Second one is a check-in often, mm-hmm. and then the third one is to get accountable to, to godly community, to gospel community. Right. Uh, the fourth one, I think, is probably Selena's favorite. It's uh, <laughs> to actively improve our sex life. Why do you say those things? Because <laughs> thump thump under the bus, I go. <laughs> Goodness. I'm only saying that because you probably know it's my favorite one. Uh, but actively improving your sex life, uh, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's something that like I don't think we talk about a lot in Christian cultures a lot and then i think the tendency then is to f- go too far off the sure. off the deep end and sure. like into like weirdness yeah so like here's the bottom line all right sex is a good thing from yeah. god within the covenant of marriage. within the, yeah within the covenant of marriage it is good and yes. when it's mutually edifying and it's got the other person in mind i mean read song of solomon we've talked about it before but there's a lot going on it's a very sensual book mm-hmm. and and so there's a lot of like room in there mm-hmm. <laughs> so we talked about love versus lust, I think a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about this a lot more, but 
we tend to forget like sex is supposed to be mm-hmm. there's in, purposes for it <laughs> there's purposes for it but it's also like it's okay to just to to like let loose with yeah. each other yeah. and to improve your life in a way that's edif- your sex life in a way that's edifying right and so i think being being mindful of it having conversations um around uh around it i think is a really healthy thing to right do. and being and establishing the frequency you know is something tangible because if if we have not been intimate for right. the time that we've established which for us is like every two or three days i think everybody knows that about us right. um you know and we that's dangerous grounds there's definitely areas for affairs to begin for seeds right. to take root if you haven't been intimate with your spouse for months at a time i mean there's something. There's obviously some things that need to get uh, get approached. I'm trying to think of the right word. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading that thing. Uh, well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sidebar yep. here. So I think one of the reasons why sex is important. Think of sex as your thermometer, right, for how your overall intimacy is doing. It reveals the temperature of your marriage, mm-hmm. right. So if your sex is consistently cold or you're consistently standoffish to each other, there's a good chance the rest of your marriage is going to be consistently that way as well. Mm-hmm. Not saying across the board, there are seasons when mm-hmm. you would abstain and you would agree and you would you would be in total unity and intimacy in abstaining. Mm-hmm. But in general, if your sex life is, is constantly cold, then there's probably, it's a good read on the rest of your marriage, mm-hmm. right? That's a big red flag. Uh, and I think just really tangibly speaking, you know, we talked about um, in, I think it's in, is it in, Psalms or Proverbs is the verse where he says, drink water from your own cistern mm-hmm. um, and let it be pure and, and mm-hmm. don't let it spill out, you know, into the street and like right. share it and don't share it with other people. Right. Um, one of the tangible things for the reason why, you know, recognizing sex is what it is because you can, it's enjoyable, right? right? So if you're enjoying it here in your own well, it's much less likely that you're going to want right. to go anywhere else. Now right. that's obviously... If that's your only line of defense, I think that's a really shaky one, right? You need right. to be rooted much deeper than that. Right. Oh, sex isn't good here, so I'm going to go somewhere else. Like, right, right. That's, that's shaky, but I'm just <laughs> saying practically step speaking. step four, I think, <laughs> and right. not step <clears throat> one. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, but I like, practically speaking, like if I am very blessed, I'm very thankful and very like, um, I think I'm, I'm just speaking for myself. I feel like my sex life is great, <laughs> honestly. Good. <laughs> and so like, I don't, I don't have any desire yeah. to go anywhere else. Yeah. And, um, you know, granted, if it wasn't, well, there are t- there are weeks and months when it's not great. So right, right. That doesn't give me an excuse to go somewhere else. Right, so. that's good. No, and I think you know, I'm just trying to think of the wives' side of it too, because sex is so much more than like physical, you know. And mm-hmm. so yeah. when we aren't when we aren't connecting emotionally, it's really hard for us to connect physically. Which again is why that openness in step one and being transparent, honest, and communication that can so quickly lead us to connection. And then when we are in community and they're helping us kind of see our blind spots, again, it's reconciling us and bringing us back for connection. At least, again, I'm maybe just speaking for me, but when I'm not connecting with you, it's really hard for me to want to be intimate with you. Thus, again, grounds for in a woman's life or in a wife's life to seek that affirmation, that connection Mm. elsewhere through other friendships, through other attentions. Um, so So maybe we should change this one instead of actively improving your sex life is actively building your friendship. Yeah. Right. And growing your intimate life, right. Right. Whether it's emotional intimacy or sexual intimacy, both. Yeah. They could do go hand in hand. There's a lot that goes with it. I I think definitely there's more than just the sexual 
right. aspect of it. Because right. we did talk about early on, there's emotional affairs. Mm-hmm. We just talked about that mm-hmm. and Absolutely. sexual affairs. So Absolutely. That's good. So moving on to number five, recalibrate your standard of beauty. I You have calibrated me as your standard of beauty. <laughs> yes, you're my standard of, <laughs> of beauty for sure. <laughs> Um, no, I was really uh, like blown boy. away. I was really blown away when, um, cause I know that this is based on one of your posts as well that you wrote. Your wife is your standard of beauty. Right. That, um, went pretty. It went semi-viral. Semi-viral, and I, think, I guess. You know, but I was blown away by it when I, when you first read it to me, I was like, wow, well, thank you. And to, okay. And so to, if you're confused, you know, Mark Driscoll did talk about this idea and I know that's kind of a, uh, like controversial his, his name, name to drop, controversial name to <laughs> drop, but when in his kind of his heyday, yeah. I will say though that this epiphany hit me long before that, yeah. and that's when we were we were still dating, oh. and we were in college, and that's what the blog post talks about. And you and I were in college, and you were at a different college, about two hours north of me, and mm-hmm. and here I am. It's like bright, sunny, you know, college coeds everywhere, <laughs> and like you know everybody in full college, you know, form. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, this is just really tiring to have to to always like be wondering because at the time we weren't engaged. We were yeah. just dating. Yeah. I knew I loved you. I knew that I, that you were my girl, but it was like so easy to stray from that. And I right. just said, you know what? Selena is what is who I'm after. And I'm going to just like stay focused on her. Everybody else falls short of her. Mm-hmm. Like not, she doesn't look like them or she doesn't look like, you know, cause you know, whatever. Yeah. I just realized that is, is the further away they are from looking like you, the more ugly they were. To me. <laughs> and it does take some mental like gymnastics to get there because it's like, you know, we have clearly so... there are beautiful people on the earth. Yeah, I mean, we're not, <laughs> We you know, all have different standards of that. <laughs> yes. But it's, and I, I think it's just, just discipline in your mind and knowing like the person inside and out. Right. And what I love about you is not just your face and your, like your body and your physical appearance, but it's your heart and your personality and the inside your mind. of the outside. Yeah. And, the whole complete. And yeah, so I just person. learned to see you as a whole, as a soul. Right. And I think C.S. Lewis says, we're not bodies who have a soul. We are souls who have bodies. Mm. Right. And That's so, so smart. <laughs> yes. And so like learning to see you as a soul who had a body, knowing right. that your body is just a temporary thing, but your soul is what I, is who I love. Right. Right. So I think that's, that, that's that, where that like draws in a lot of things there. It's so good. Yeah. I, sorry. So I, I think just... that when you talk about calibrate, it's not just like, oh, I'm just like tricking myself. Right. 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 It's, it's it's called tri- like knowing what's actually beautiful. Right. And pursuing it. Love. Yeah. And pursuing her or him. Yeah. Right. Right. I agree. So that's number five. <laughs> um, I think this is just going to be a longer podcast, but I think it's <laughs> well, well we're worth, actually wrapping it's up pretty well close the here. Time, yeah. So number six is, uh, it's fight with Christ right. and we don't go ahead. So, Oh, I was just part of this that when I was writing the notes and going through, it was just how important it is for us and for, for me to realize, cause I feel like it's so powerful that Christ is fighting for our marriage even more than we are, you know? Wow. And yeah. so knowing, you know, he's so gracious that he continues to show us how important it is yeah. To realize this, you know, a healthy marriage cannot be fully and truly realized outside of Christ. And mm-hmm. to know that he is, he is the way, you know, the way, the truth and the life, the life of our marriage. And he's the way for our marriage and he is the truth for our marriage. And he's yeah. also fighting for our marriage yeah. and he's fighting more than we are. And that is, that is liberating to me and that yeah. it, it's so clarifying as well. I think it just yeah. gives me confidence and it helps me like, puff up my chest and say, God is for me. Like I, there is nothing we can't right. overcome, right. you know? 
Right. That's so good. And, and I just want to make it clear. This is number six, not because it's last, because it was last, right. an afterthought, but right. because it's like the climax of all this. Right. I feel like just it is. Encompassing. <laughs> Encompassing. Yes. Everything. <laughs> and so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like without Jesus, what do we have? Right. And that's, that's what hit home with me. Mm-hmm. And so couples that come to us who aren't, who, who don't believe in the Bible and don't believe in God. Yeah. They're like, well, why do you even say, well, how can you possibly say that you have to like love God before you can love one another? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, well, how do you define love? Right. Like, tell me how you define love. And there's no way to define it mm-hmm. aside from the human experience right. that's reliable. Right. And so inevitably you come down to, are this person serving your need and are you serving their need? Mm-hmm. And as soon as that stops, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And so we're saying here, like fight with Christ because Christ, he's contending with you. Like you're saying, right. He is fighting for your marriage and for your heart and for your spouse's heart more than you ever could. Right. There's that, but also know that he is the standard of love. Right. He has given us not only the example, but he's given us the power to love and the power to transform to he's given, he's transformed our hearts. Right. He's continually transforming our hearts. And so basically in this, in this fight toward uh, a fair proofing your marriage, Mm -hmm. Like, uh, just know that Christ is fighting for your, your covenant. Mm-hmm. He is contending for your covenant. Mm-hmm. He wants you to stay married. Right. Divorce is not his best plan. Yep. And he, he doesn't want you to, he doesn't want sin to destroy and devastate. Right. Um, he's here to make things right. Right. right? And even if sin covenant. does come in and you experience right. it, he is so big is and gracious <laughs> and mighty yeah. and strong and... He is the King of Kings. He I shouldn't is... say fit. He's here to heal us. Yes, He's here and to redeem us. Redeem us. Yep. Yeah, and 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 his, uh, the image of life with yeah. Christ and the grand picture that He gives us here and now, but also uh, more so in yes. the life to come. Absolutely, is the promise that we that we can cling to only in Him. Absolutely, and I think we probably should have said something about this maybe more at the beginning. But um, you know, all of these steps, we always want to put the caveat out there that like these are very like faith-based and biblical Christian steps. Um, we're not counselors. We're not scientists, <laughs> you right. know? So I know that there's a whole other aspect of even like mental health, um, that right. they struggle that, that, that creates struggles in marriage. And unfortunately I don't have a lot of resources about that, but we want to just put that out there that, you know, don't just like pull up, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, read your Bible and do this. Yes. It's like, there's, there's, yeah, well, that's things, why we're other things that's at play. We're saying press into community, right. press into others, get godly counsel, right? Uh, right. Do those things, and you know, I just want I, that I think, to always be aware. I want people to always know that we're not just like spouting right. off things, well, biblical platitudes, right. and a yeah, good example is depression or right. anxiety, right? Those things are very real. Yes, and there's chemical imbalances. Right. There's science behind it. There's psychology behind it. Right. And for someone just to stand here in our spot and say, right. hey. Boots, you know, chin you up. You can do it. Chin up. You yeah. can do it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a really ignorant thing for us to say. Right. And so that's what that's what you're saying is that right. that if you have a, a mental illness, right. depression, anxiety, uh, anything Whatever. else, yeah, um, get help. Right. Get help and talk to your spouse about that. And if they're not listening, like, still get help. Right. And, right. and, you know, get, and, and preferably get help from a godly right. counselor who understands psychology, but also understands the Bible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's the big old caveat. So what's the couple's challenge for this week? Couple's yeah. conversation challenge. <laughs> um, I think just starting to discuss these six ways um, with each other. And those this, this will be in the show notes and everything. So you can go back and look at them and say, okay, let's start talking. How how are we, are we being transparent with each other? Like, and right. start, start within yourself. Like I would just start with the big areas. So like sex is always a big one. Yep. Finance is always a big one. Yep. 
um, and communication, your, your, emotional, your phones. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that's just one great yeah. place to start. And like social yeah. media accounts for sure. And yeah. then again, be willing and ready to extend some grace in those conversations, you know, um, ask God to lead you through his perfect love and be honest and open with each yeah. other and being willing to have those hard conversations. <clears throat> have that sound be willing to have those hard conversations in light of the (laughs) gospel and through his grace like knowing that your covenant is strong enough to handle these conversations and that there's joy to be had and even if it's a little i mean you and i had a little bit of an uncomfortable conversation yesterday i felt like but i wasn't ready to just jet out because it's easy to say whatever and throw your hands up you were extremely patient with me yesterday or the the day before thank you i'm not trying to toot my own horn i'm just saying that I felt like God was like, just be willing to just be here. Just sit here in this, like, awkward, <laughs> in, this, in this awkward moment. Don't throw your hands up. Don't storm out. Don't just start being a jerk. Like, just sit here and work through it because I, I am, I will make it clear. Like, I just trusted well, that it was going to come clear. So I just have to be say willing. thank you for that because it was very clear you. to me that you were doing something abnormal. <laughs> yeah, you were standing there just listening to me and I was not like offering any like olive branch. I was just being really frustrated. You're having and a hard day. Yeah. It was a really hard day yeah. and you were there and you and, helped well, me. Well, you do that so much for me and... Well, thank you. You're welcome. And I, love I you. haven't said that to you until now. So here it's we go. Okay. Podcast. But it's you okay. glossed over a thing that I want to come back to okay. really fast yeah. is that having those hard conversations, mm-hmm. you said that the covenant is strong enough to handle those. Mm-hmm. And that is so true, right? And covenant is something that we've we've spent a lot of time studying. Yeah, it's a very, very deep, deep doctrine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say deep, I mean like it just really it connects to the human condition, mm-hmm. right? To know that God loves us, yeah, in a way that is just out of this world. Mm-hmm. And He has given us this example of covenant and this this covenantal character by which we can love each other. Yeah. Understanding covenant is a huge aspect to any of this. Yeah. Um, not only break, like not wanting to break that covenant, right? right? That's what an affair is, right? It's breaking a covenant, right. but understanding that the covenantal bond is what it's, it's the arena by which like the, the battle of marriage takes place right. and the sanctification of our souls happens. Yeah. And it's a battle for each other's souls. Absolutely. Right. And it's not like this. You're fighting all the time. It's not, that's not what we're saying. We're saying that it is, it is not easy and mm-hmm. it is good. It is worth it. But you're fighting for your souls, right. each other. And you're, you know, so I think that's so huge. And, and, uh, I, I think it, we seem to say it, we have, we just wrote a book, fierce marriage. Yep. It just released a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, heard a lot of really great stuff, people re- that are reading it. But we talk about Covenant in great detail. Uh, well, not tons. It's just one of the chapters. It was ten. very intentional, very purposeful. <clears throat> yeah. And where it, was, where it was put in the book and how it was written. Yeah. And so we hope to make it, the, the ideas rich, rich yeah. richly true, but also um, easy to read and easy right. to kind of apply to your life. Right. Um, if, you're, if, if that sounds interesting to you, you can find Fierce Marriage. That's what it's called, Fierce Marriage. It's on... Amazon, it's everywhere you can find it, uh, or you can go to fiercemarriagebook.com and yep. read more about it. So yep. anyway, thank you so much for listening in. Yeah, I think next week we're going to do an Ask Us Anything episode because... Really? I Well, I like those. They're on like Risen Motherhood. They do one every quarter. So they just did their spring one. So I think we should do right. a spring one. So if you want to submit okay. some questions um, for us to go over, uh, you can text or call those in at 971-333-1120. Again, all of this will be in the show notes. Yeah. 971. Sorry. I'm interrupting. Call it in because we want to put a voicemail. Yeah. That'd be fun, fun to do more voicemails. 971-333-1120. Make sure you talk really clearly in yes. there because yes. the internet's terrible. <laughs> and It's yeah. a Google f- phone line, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Just cell phones are the worst. Yes. And so just make sure you talk loud. <laughs> um, um, or you can sub- and or you can submit it through fiercemarriage.com slash podcast. Ask. 
slash podcast. <laughs> That's we need been to change updated. that in our notes. It's, you can still go to that, but go to slash podcast. There's yep. a button there. Yep. So uh, yeah, submit some questions. Um, I know we have, you can ask us like if there's something you want to know about us or if there's something you want to know about marriage um, or how we parent. I'll even open that door just slightly, slightly. We're only like four and a half years into this people. So we are not experts, but you're welcome to ask questions. Yeah. And um, yeah, so please do that. We would love to answer some of these questions. Um, thanks for listening to us today. We're going a little bit long today. We are a little long, <clears> but I feel like it's been good. Gold star to you? No, like ten gold stars. No, uh, you can't get you too can hit the like the gold stars. Okay, <laughs> that silver stars are. You have like, ten silver stars, but one gold star. <laughs> so how much is one troop buck worth? <laughs> uh, how many Stanley Nichols? Is one star? <laughs> What's the ratio of leprechauns to unicorns? <laughs> Um, oh, and on that note, I think this... <clears throat> well, I, we okay. do need to make the request. If okay. you've enjoyed this and yes. we've earned it, yes. we would really, really appreciate a rating on yep. iTunes or yep. your podcasting app of choice. Yes. If you feel so inclined, a review means a ton. Yes. And if you that ha- helps us learn. It also yeah. helps uh, helps listeners know what they're yep. getting into. And if you are reading our book or have purchased and are reading our book, we're gonna. I'm just going to take it one step further and Uh-oh. ask you to write a nice review on Amazon or something for us. Because yeah. that just really helps get the word out. I know that I still look at books that have sold a couple years ago and I look at the reviews and maybe I read one or two. Like if I have, if I see a one star, I'm like, well, is there something really in this book that I don't want to read? And sometimes the one stars are just so silly that I'm like, which we did get a one. We got one, one star. I'm going to say it. Okay. I wasn't going to say it. It was really frustrating because it wasn't very thoughtful. It was just like, I don't know. This book's not good. Nobody (laughs) people are lying. Stop. (laughs) I know. No, that's what I'm saying is that when I read a one star, if it makes sense, then I'll like, take it under consideration but if it's just kind of like a hope i didn't just get more one a blah 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 yeah no we can take some honest criticism but if it's kind of like just flippantly put out there it's like meh. <laughs> yeah, i'm hoping that our most uh loyal and <laughs> listeners are listening by this point <laughs> if we you need to like put us, like secret messages later in the shoot us a text message shows. that you don't like us yeah <laughs> um, uh on that note we should pray and cut this off because it's getting <laughs> Okay. God, thank you for this uh, this time. I pray that it's uh, helpful for mm-hmm. people that are listening. I pray that uh, you would fortify marriages and strengthen the bond uh, between husband yeah. and wife, uh, whether the wife is listening here or the husband or both. I pray yeah. that they would just be, um, they would feel a, a sense of um, a calling to unity in their mm-hmm. marriage and a calling to transparency with each other and a yeah. calling to purity yes. in, in this area of not breaching their covenant. I pray that... that mm-hmm by your grace that we would have a fair proof marriages Mm -hmm. that your that your gospel would reign so heavily in our lives and it would bear so much weight in our lives that anything outside of um what your best would just seem ridiculous to Mm -hmm. us god Uh, we're not perfect uh, but by your grace we are being sanctified daily Mm -hmm. i thank you for that i thank you for these listeners um and i thank you for this time when we get to just sit and talk about you Mm -hmm. and how much you love us um, God, we'd be nothing without you in your precious name. Amen. Amen. All right. Fierce listeners. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening to this long episode. Yep. And, uh, this episode is in the can. All right. We will see you. Have a good week, friends. Okay. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>